P.S. I Love Hoffman is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Iggy Pop! Amen! Let it wreck! I'm a fucking idiot. Red meat, we crave sustenance. I'm an artist. Hello, my name is Jimmy Puppy. Why don't you have some fun? Fun, fun. Tommy, that's a cave Whoever she is, I'm going to find her and I'm going to hurt her. I've spent the past three years learning Finnish. <laughs> I'm always home. I'm on cool. This is a process of dehumanization. Shut, 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 shut up. Hey, Hoff fans. Welcome to P.S. I Still Love Hoffman, our love letter to the remarkable career of the late, great, Philip Zumer Hoffman. I'm still Brian Rodriguez. And I'm still Kyle Reinfried. We're always home, we're always in cool, and we're always ready to talk about all things Philip Zumer Hoffman and watch Philip Zumer Hoffman films, as we're going to do today, Kyle. Yes. Well, for first, how was, your, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. I listened to our episode, because I'm arrogant, <laughs> uh, on your show, Foodie Films, where we discuss... The Friends Thanksgiving, the Friends Giving episodes, if yeah. you will. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was kind of, you, you suggested that, I think around like, it was clo- too close to like last Thanksgiving, so we were like, okay, let's just remember it. Not, th- <laughs> not that we were going to forget that, but we were like, let's remember it for next Thanksgiving. And uh, so we broke those up into two episodes and released the second one the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So uh, check those out on you know, my podcast, Foodie Films on CageClub.me. But everything's been good. My meal was great. Uh, you know, enjoyed it and enjoyed it very much. Uh, I- I'm full and I'm excited to celebrate Hanukkah with you tonight, Kyle. But first, how was your Thanksgiving? It was lovely. Uh, you know, did a Friendsgiving kind of thing two weeks ago. Sorry, you weren't invited. And No, you were there. I was there. <laughs> I was invited. And you were I was invited. There. I attended. <laughs> wow. So Thanksgiving's been rough. <laughs> been drinking a lot. No, uh, no, yeah, everything's been good. So, and, uh, everything, all the meal, you know, all the sides were mm. good. I love, uh, I just, I love, I love, I mean, I love turkey, but I love the sides. And I can't wait to make, you know, I think I'm going to make a little, uh, moist maker, uh, sandwich video. Please provide context. That is a sandwich that Ross loves <laughs> to have yeah. from friends, uh, Post Thanksgiving, you know, le- leftover sandwich, and he calls it the moist maker because Monica puts a piece of bread that's soaked in gravy in the middle of it. So, <laughs> Ooh, a, a, a word idea. that people absolutely hate, but uh, you know, <laughs> and quite a surprise on the voting last month, Kyle. Yeah, I know this was. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always ready to talk Philip Seymour Hoffman. So whatever, whatever movie it is. Not that I'm not excited for this movie, but it's still it's it's a great choice because we get to we always talk about his voice and it's just you know yes. it's purely a lot of people like this film and, and you and I I think we said this already on our mid month episode but haven't seen it since we talked about it so this should be interesting yeah the movie's Mary and Max of course and we decided I forgot what it was up against but this would be for Hanukkah because I believe Max is Jewish. Yeah, well, in the Hunger Games, because we were making the joke of, like, eating at the holidays and stuff like that. <laughs> I guess the joke wasn't taken well, because no, Mary and Max won. Yeah, and it was, well, Hunger Games Catching Fire, the, mm-hmm. the second entry in the Hunger Games. The first Hoffman one. The first Hoffman one, because, well, 
But, but let's do this. Uh, first of all, where did you find Mary and Max? Did you rent it? Because we're in your home. Rented on Amazon. Two ninety nine Amazon. So uh, I owe you uh, like a buck forty nine or something. You do. I was gonna. <laughs> I will Venmo you. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Venmo. So you're on the beginning screen. Your your time mark. I can see it. Is, oh 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 eight. <laughs> So, yeah, it's pretty much I, whatever. Like, is like the first you know production company. There's their symbol ha, uh, has a lightning crackle. So we with the subtitles on it says lightning crackles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, pretty much paused as soon as it began. So so when we say go, uh, you guys press play at the same time. Remember, these are watch alongs. If you want to hear our episode on Mary and Max, go back into the archives. We talk all about it. It was a fun episode. Yeah, first time I think you and I had seen the film overall was that episode but these are watch alongs guys so the the most fun you can have ever but the most fun you can have while while listening to us is by watching it so uh hopefully you have it frozen on this screen and you know three two one go crackle crackle was a united artist or something like that it's probably it's pretty independent this film so i'm not sure but icon iconic film and by the way, if you guys hear any animal noises, it's not for me and Kyle. I've brought my dogs here to watch the film as well because I have no children. And... That is a great excuse for me to get weird this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be dog films. If they hear you, like, neighing or something, they're going to know. So this is an Australian <laughs> film. Let's remember that. Yeah, Australian. <laughs> you have an Australian guest coming up, right? Yes, Dan Churchill. Uh, chef Dan Churchill, restaurateur. Uh, he was actually on like the the morning show or Good Morning America. I always get those two confused. But, I get them. Uh, but he, he taught <laughs> people how to took a uh, turkey the morning of Thanksgiving. Gotcha. So, perfect timing. Great title card here. Yes. How do you feel? Let me just ask this from you. How do you feel about like claymation, like stop motion kind of stuff? Besides, let's forget the holiday specials because of the uh, nostalgia that comes with those. I mean, I'm not too familiar with non-holiday yeah. work. You know, well, I, I guess the only other thing I know is like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, Wallace which and I was Gromit. not a fan of. As, as I a, mean, I was a fan of it growing up, but okay, I can't say a fan. Like Chicken I, Run, I watched. I watched Chicken Run. But yeah, might cover that on Foodie Films. <laughs> true. I don't hate it. Um, I just, I think you and I have discussed this before. We're not animation junkies. There might be some shows here or there that you and I watch, but we have friends who. Watch all the animated shows, you know, yeah. Even the like the adult ones I'm talking about. I love adult animation. I said I was going to get weird, not just <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I like this is it's. I mean, the I think one of my favorite things in this movie is the music. It's very simple, and I think I don't know, very just poignant to every scene. It's just very yeah, you know, very, very good for tells you what how you should be feeling, and this right now is. To me, like, kind of, uh, what, what word? I don't want to mess it up right now. Inquisitive? Inquisitive? There we go. Inquisitive. I feel like it's inquisitive. Like you're, you feel inquisitive? Like you're thinking about? I think, yeah, I think, well, I think, you know, it's making you it's just prompting get fr- questions. It's prompting questions. It's, 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 you know, making, uh, like, on a simplistic level, getting you to know the world we're living in, at least of this world, because we're first introduced. The world of Australia. Yes. And I think a lot of people think that this is a black and white film, and it's not. No, it's, it's just, just like a drab 
color yeah. palette. <laughs> so right. it's definitely a weird film, a quirky film. Yes, I mean, there's birthmark color of poo, and then we see dogs humping one another. What I do admire about these films is that they're very, very hard to make, like physically. Oh yeah, wasn't it? And it was uh, Parks and Rec when he gets laid off or quits. <laughs> at, and yeah. he's making, and, and he's all Aryan excited. Video, yeah. yeah, and he spent like weeks on this. And yeah, like, stand in the place. And yeah, just like stops there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so depressed. It's like... <laughs> Aw, poor Mary. Gray, red, blue, sexy, horny, dizzy. Oh yeah, this movie does get. It's. It's not a oh, the, ch- children's the, film. The noblets, those become. Oh, I forgot important. about these yeah. things. Hmm. This was the very first animated film to open the Sundance Film Festival. Wow. Yeah, that's a, quite an accomplishment. Yeah, that's that's a fun little factoid. Now, the writer and director is someone named Adam Elliott, and this is his baby here. <laughs> so even yeah, so right away we're just getting an understanding for these characters and just like like her father's face and his job is applying the string to like the tab and the tea bag. <laughs> like that's Earl Grey. Just a <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> And this is a very true indie film. It did not even get a wide release, which is crazy to think about. But, I mean, I believe it has like a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It's like one of the highest rated films not to get a wide release. Wow. That's interesting. Of course, Philip Seymour Hoffman is not the only big star in the film. And we'll see his character of Max later. But Tony Collette, Love Tony Collette. She's uh, in a movie that's, I think it's out now, Knives Out. You Knives rec- Out, yeah. You recently covered Brick. Yes, nice Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson companion piece. He did the Star Wars film. What's that one even the called? The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. I just like, you know, I love Star Wars, but I just think of like, oh, that's the Ryan Johnson one. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Um, other voices in here we're going to get. Um, I guess the the third lead would be Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Eric Bini. 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 <laughs> That's weird. The nipples. Yeah. So all the water in this film, we just saw some water there. Yeah. They used lube. like We said it was going to get weird. Personal (laughs) lubricant to make the water. Eventually when we see the ocean, uh, that used 2,400 teaspoons of lubricant. Oh. 2,400... Teaspoons. I think I don't know. I don't know anything about the world of animation, so I don't know. <laughs> no. Why not just say uh, tea, teaspoons have a tablespoon, right? Like I'm, I know I'm the foodie guy, but I think it's. Yeah, right? I don't know. Why not just say twelve? It's Commonwealth country. Uh, okay. Production lasted fifty-seven weeks. That's crazy. That's so, why they don't do yeah. for an hour and a half. That's why they don't do a lot of things like this. So this is quite the uh better make it good. 
And this, this is a food scene. She made... I miss what she was making, but she was drinking tea in her... Sagua was... Uh, so there was 133 sets used, 212 puppets, 475 miniature props. Wow. And the typewriter was fully functional. Wow. It took nine weeks to build the typewriter that we'll see that they, you know, they both write from. Yes. Mothballs. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, again, I'm not. I'm not a big claymation person. I don't know if this is technically claymation. I think okay. it is, but like, I think there's a lot of a puppetry, puppetry. and it's just like overall anime. Animation. Yeah, like I mean, I, I love like Fantastic Mr. Fox, but I know that's. I mean, that's like puppetry stop motion. Yeah, I think these characters are. I don't know. They look clayish. They do look clayish, so I guess it is. But just like this film is just so. Dower. <laughs> <laughs> that. The Noblets. Do you think the Noblets are on Disney Plus? No, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> now, it's funny because there's. Yes, there is dialogue in this film, right? But it's. Of course, because we have the voices, but a lot of it is narrated to us. Yeah, it's narr- Yeah, exactly. Like, all of the character. Like, I mean, there's a narrator. And then even when Mary speaks and Max speaks, most of the time it's via their letters that they're writing. New York City. Yeah, yeah. The Big Apple. Now, is this part? (laughs) (laughs) It's the 70s. I was going to say, is this part black and white? But then they show, they had the flame on the Lady of Liberty. It's like Schindler's List, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Hugs, 50 cents. Oh, that's sad. We're going to get introduction, an early introduction to yeah. our main man. It's definitely. I mean, this is probably the most unique movie that we did in our run on P.S. I Love Hoffman. You'd have to say that. Yeah, I mean. Nothing else was even close to something like this just animated, the fact that his voice is very far, like, he's putting on a voice here. Yeah, as far as, yeah, exactly, like, I guess the next would be his, uh, brief TV cameo on Arthur. (laughs) Fair, (laughs) fair. We'll do that. That'll be a month. What was, what was the character's name again? Like, something Toffman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was exactly Philip Seymour Toffman, but it was something... (laughs) (laughs) you're watching the you're watching the thing Elwood sorry talking to my dog (laughs) a man with pets as well Max but not not treating them that well the fish is dead Oh, poor oh, fish. Man. Do you generally gravitate to movies about young people befriending old people? Uh, that sounds weird. It's no, weird. you know what I mean. <laughs> no, like Harold and Maude. The only one I can think of right now, but it happens <laughs> in the movies. No, but we see yeah. it a lot, you know, in terms of like 
wisdomous characters? Um, not necessarily. <laughs> no, yeah, not this yeah. pug. Oh, although my favorite TV show of all time was Chico and the Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder what they did with all these little. Uh, yeah, because these are little little things. Like you know, you have to imagine like the f- people figures are. I don't know at like most like six inches tall, probably. So like any little thing that they pick up. Just like these yeah, two. I wonder. Like, I wonder what the scale is here. You know, it does, uh, and it's really interesting. I should I should look up the person's name, but because I, I follow them on Instagram. But the person that designs, if you've watched any of uh, Netflix's The Chef Show, and the, there's that like stop motion claymation, you know, food truck, and then when there's a recipe, the food like pops up out of like you know mm-hmm. the, the bowl or plate on the truck and you get to see the breakdown of everything that's in the uh, in the dish and I, I follow the person that makes them on Instagram and they're just these tiny tiny little things so crazy it's just like a world that I'll never know you know yeah uh oh the envelopes fell out of her out of her dress thief let's go I forgot that's how it came to be. She just straight up, like, ripped a little piece yeah. of the telephone book. Were there that many telephone books, like, that, like, had, like, the, a New York telephone book in Australia? <laughs> like, the... I don't know. That's a little quirk <laughs> of this film. So, by the way, this director, uh, Adam Elliott, hasn't made a feature film since. Wow. And this was all the way back in 2009. He made a short called Ernie Biscuit in 2015. Interesting. Have they worked on anything else, like in any other capacity? In oh, I'm sure. The world I'm of sure production? Actually super talented, but I don't know. Her favorite food is sweetened condensed milk. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Where do babies come from in America? This is. I forgot about this part. This is great. I need to cover this as like a foodie scene because in Australia, uh, babies come from. Uh, Beer, beer, like glasses. Yep, it's true. In America, Coca Cola. She's asking. (laughs) Stamp. Australia Post. I wonder if mailboxes in Australia are red. I should ask my roommate. If you, if you would have told yourself ten years ago that you hadn't been to Australia yet, would you be disappointed in yourself? Yes. <laughs> Not that I'm expecting to have kids anytime soon, but that's just like a trip I need to do before I have a family. And are like, you afraid a dingo will eat your baby? No. True story. That really happened. Sure, it happened. Sure, coyote has eaten a baby here. Oh, I'm sure too. Like I love the things that they choose to put color on, right? Like the letter. Yeah. Oh, a '70s New York subway. 
two chocolate hot dogs. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, fat shaming. That's no good. <laughs> and and so he's autistic. Is do they? I don't know if they officially say it. We might have missed it while we were talking. But I think it's pretty clear because it's... I think it's pretty clear. Yes. Yeah, no, it's definitely clear throughout... I mean, pretty much even right from the get-go. But, uh... I mean, once he even starts talking and explaining himself to Mary, like, he even admits it, like... Yeah. A lot of themes of, like, loneliness in this film. Yeah, I mean, be- besides our two main characters, I mean, just all the characters we've met so far, in between the, the, the dying fish, but uh, her parents just don't seem too happy. One steals and one <laughs> puts string onto tea bags. It's a fully functional typewriter. Insane. Insane. You gotta appreciate the level of detail. Like, that yeah. must take so long to do, because you're moving each, like, little... So the music right now is so perfect. Here we go. We get to hear the man. It doesn't sound like Hoffman. Once you tell someone, I think then it does. Like, yeah, but if you didn't know... Yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys if there's any bleed-through apologies, really. Uh, yeah. We have it very low, but we want to hear... This is a voice movie, so we want to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want bleed-through, line it up. Jeez. Yeah. A good point. <laughs> it's your fault, not ours. <laughs> cola cans. Cola cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great. <laughs> They're. A lot of great visuals in this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell, it is. Now, I think that was a little bit of a weird thing. So the bird is called Biscuit. Uh-huh. But it's eating a cookie. But in Australia, cookies are called biscuits. Oh. But you wouldn't know that. No, you wouldn't. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I love how he calls it a recipe. Yeah. Food film. <laughs> it's sad that, like, I know some people that would treat that as the same thing. <laughs> like, not that they're eating chocolate hot dogs, but, like, doing something like that. It's just like, oh, I've cooked something. <laughs> I 
I think it's fair to say make, right? Like if I have, not that I've had one in years, but if I have a TV dinner, I wouldn't say I cooked the TV dinner. Yeah, you would say I like made. I made a TV dinner or like, I, you know, even in like, I guess, an even more humble way, you could be like, oh, I heated up a TV dinner. Fair. I don't know. I haven't had, yeah, wow. I need I need a, I need that. to do like a photo shoot for foodie <laughs> films that I need that like like, eating like me and like Hungry Man and the kids man. kids cuisine a, a good Hungry Man Salisbury steak mm. kids cuisine you're supposed to remove dessert then heat it up yes I remember <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dirty humor in this too yeah it's 44 years old I, I um no our Philip Seymour Hoffman was. 352 pounds, wow. <laughs> a very interesting way to say that. <laughs> so he's a big guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, and he only gets bigger if my memory serves right. Hmm. I wonder if they did do it in cartoon. No, they definitely didn't because people wouldn't trust it. <laughs> Because it's very cartoony on TV. Oh. Like if they announce a lottery balls that way. <laughs> it's like he's always been waiting to tell a story to somebody. That's what I like about this film. Yeah. Oh, you can uh, appreciate that. He sells Subway tokens. The the good old days of tokens. I found two. I was uh, cleaning out my childhood bedroom on Thanksgiving morning as a favor to my parents, and I found two rolls of... Uh, Jersey Turnpike oh. tokens. Wow. Wait, they want you to gut the thing out? Gut it? No. Yeah, just, like... It's like... Well... Like, they want you to take the stuff out. Um, like, I had a recliner in there that, like, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna keep anymore, so, like, we took that out, took, like, a rug, took a... What like, are the DVDs? The DVDs are still up against the wall. That doesn't take up a lot of space. My dad was making a... putting a... a Bowflex in there. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Your Gary's, to the work Gary's gonna get ripped. <laughs> so he's a frisbee tech. <laughs> it's like a boom. Oh, so you know some things about Australia. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I, he, it shows that he reads a lot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he counts that as a job, jury duty. <laughs> you think that's his real hair, or he had like a? I think this is... Because it's a flashback. So yeah. We're assuming this is his real hair. And what year is this? 70... It's supposed to be like... Something like that. Yeah. So I guess at this point maybe it's supposed to be like the late 50s, early 60s. It's oh, so a very Elvis kind of yeah. sideburns pompadour. Yeah, now he's losing his hair. Now he's got the crusty, uh, crusty the Clown hair. Yeah. Litterbugs. Oh yeah, he hates people that... Litter. I mean, I saw the cigarette butt thing earlier, hey. but. Oh. What? I made a noise because I smelled a dog fart. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> maybe, maybe actually, this is a a uh, 4D experience, and we're getting smell of smell of vision. Yeah. Oh. I don't remember this. Oh. <laughs> so they did draft him, but they didn't put him out in the field. Okay. 
Do you belong to the York Science Fiction Club? No, I do not. But dismissed me anyway. Huh. I wonder why he got dismissed. Oh, he was a communist. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> Surprised it wasn't a pigeon. Pigeon would have made more sense. Just in case. Oh, you start to feel bad. Like, you laugh and then you start to feel bad. Yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't say this is, like, very, like, fun movie. <laughs> no, and, yeah, that definitely plays part into it. Now he's naked on the moon. <laughs> it's. I think it could be a heartwarming movie. Yeah. A good one, I guess, maybe to watch around the holidays. I wasn't even thinking about that in the... Did we say that in the mid-month? Like, stop-motion claymation, like, because of the... No, we no, didn't. We didn't. <laughs> this, like, it is... This is our Hanukkah special. So yeah. Neither of us are Jewish, but... I was in a Jewish fraternity. And I worked for some Jewish proprietors of a deli. <laughs> proprietors. Shrimp is plural, right? Shrimp is, yeah, you don't yeah. say shrimps. <laughs> but, uh, of course they don't call them shrimp in Australia. No, prawns. Prawns. That's why shrimp on the barbie is not an actual real thing. But pl- prawns on the barbie. Pra- yeah. Prawns on the barbie. It almost sounds barbie, prawns. Like, it sounds better. It does sound better, but when they were making these, they made... This comes from a commercial they used to make, or they used to air, for, like, Australian tourism, for Americans to go there, and they didn't... Want to scare them with, like, a new sound. A new word, yeah. Yeah. We're such cowards. (laughs) We're a bunch of maxes. Well, it's like, if I told you... If I told you I was serving you... (laughs) Use a condom. (laughs) If I told you I was serving you prawns, you wouldn't be like, what, you know? Maybe you might. I'd be more excited. The most I would think it was like a different kind of shrimp. You know? Well, actually, when I hear prawns, I just actually think I'm I'm expecting to see like them not peeled and stuff like that. You know? Yes, fair. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Nine days, six hours. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Aww. Even the clock is in the shape of Australia. Yeah. Do the the parents never have... Do they ever speak? I don't think so. So if it wasn't for, like, some little happenstance here, this movie might not exist because she wouldn't have seen the letter. 
Yeah. This. I forget what music this is. This is like a famous like orchestral. Oh, yeah. Probably in the public domain. Okay, so they do have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> They just <laughs> a little diss to her. Oh. They just make Yeah, you know, they just play out stereotypes in this movie and just make it look so ugly and awkward. <laughs> Between the New York and Oh, here's like the main theme starts playing. Oh, this is in the beginning too, but I still love any good New York stereotype. Like, I loved, obviously, we, we both laughed when the gunshots to the sign. <laughs> that just makes me think of, like, Wayne's World. Like, oh. yeah, I got a gun. Let me go to a Broadway Wish. play. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in Delaware. <laughs> you have a pen pal growing up? Didn't. No. In that sc- wasn't in a- school we had like pen pals. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Like early grades. You know? Yeah. So weird. That's like something that just like, I feel, I mean, I know every generation has like things that carry on and then they, you know, some, you know, they find, find their like new thing. But there's something about our generation that like, I feel like was still clinging on to very like, like older stuff from like many decades like, we were just at a very, I guess, honestly, it, com- it comes into, like, the before, like, the internet was really, and the, I'm not even saying that for writing letters, but just obviously the knowledge you even just get from that, and, I don't know. Just... Yeah. There is a, there is a beauty. Is a disease called homophobia. <laughs> There's a lot of food and drink in this movie. Well, I think it's a cool thing to do and a cool thing to show, you know. Yeah. Whoa! What a heathen. Yeah, like, I feel bad for Max, but, like, in this movie, like, in particular, like, Mary, as a child. Yeah. She still has a chance, though. But you're just, like, thinking, like, when we grew up, like, we were were learning, like, prairie songs still. Oh, yeah, like, square dancing. And Home on the Range, and, like... Well, that's American folk music, you know? It was just funny because I just don't think like kids are like learning that anymore. I'm not, I don't, I'm know, not, I'm I don't not... know if they are. Aren't I think they still should learn some of it, but I yeah. think. I mean, not to get into this, probably at the time they, they did not. Offer education in other cultures. It was just like middle yeah. white America. You 
I wonder how they do the tears, right? Yeah. Not that. Like, I could see how they could do that. That was just a toilet. Well, that was a dog bark about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> my toilet doesn't sound like a dog barking. <laughs> or my neighbor. Never mind. doesn't matter. Context. Context. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate hot dogs. P-S-S-S-S. I think we looked it up while we did this, right? What P-S meant. Oh, I th- we looked it up like ahead of time. Should this be P-S-S-S-S, I love Hoffman? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I've looked it up before and I always forget what it means. Because I thought, I mean, oh, we looked up like what multiple S's meant? Like, if Yeah, it was... is it P-S-S or is it? I bet it's PPS. Yeah, post postscript. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just postscript PS, but postscript's one word, so it's a little weird. Oh, yeah, that's weird. What's RSVP? Uh, re- return soon. Very prominently. It, it... <laughs> It's uh, actually French. Ah, oui. Répondez, s'il vous plaît. Ah. Which means please respond. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if people were still using RSVP when we did uh, when we had our Liberty Cabbage and Freedom Fries and <laughs> all that. Well, the the French were never the bad guys. I know, but. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. not Liberty Cabbage. Yeah, freedom Fries, yes, not Liberty Cabbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Liberty Cabbage is just sauerkraut, yeah. Yes, no, yes. I said Liberty Cabbage, but I was like, then Freedom Fries, yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's he? <laughs> Again, f f f foodie films here. Yeah. Good movie, I just don't know if I could watch it a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Because again, it's not like it's a quirky movie. It's an interesting movie. Yeah, you and I are not currently on the market. Sorry, ladies, but I feel like if a date wanted you to watch this with them, you would. I no, I would never watch this. Like having watched this before, I would never watch this on a date. What they're like? Oh, I this is my favorite movie. Oh, okay, sure, yeah, whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you like Philip Seymour Hoffman? I really like this Hoffman movie. Let's watch it. Yeah. Captain Salty's fish sticks. That was funny. <laughs> the seventies, nuggets, yeah. Like between the fifties and the seventies, that's the era, and even the eighties, the era of like the packaged food. Yeah. Know? Oh Things yeah. Things in a box, and that's how you feed. Yeah, and then like our generation, the nineties, we got like, then it became like the snacks. Snacks, yeah. Like, how can we make more money off these people? Yeah. And now I think people are just 
courage to like eat things out of boxes and stuff. That and also I just see that a lot of kids there's just like I mean we we didn't grow up did you, did you have a, a cafeteria like in grade school like like not a hot like, cafeteria no. yeah did you no and so I mean but point B I mean I know those do exist but by us. Like, we had some lunches, but there wasn't, like, every day there wasn't, like, a specific lunch, but now they, like, make sure. Like, there's, like, you know, lunches you could order. Oh, every day. Every day if you wanted. Towards the end of middle school, we got that. Like, Friday was pizza day. Yeah. We had pizza day, bagel day, McDonald's day, but then they got rid of that because it was too soggy by the time it ordered. We had a, like, we just had... McDonald's delivered. It wasn't a specific day, and a lot of the kids would have McDonald's lunches. McDonald's was much was closer to your school. Yeah, true. I was never one. Uh, my mother never opted for the McDonald's. Not that we didn't eat it. Not we weren't one of those families like, oh, only healthy food. It was just like, I can make you a sandwich here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite sandwich? I know this is foodie, but it's related as like a kid. It was like okay. I shouldn't say that. What was your favorite lunch as a child? I, I love, and still do, but I love uh, roast beef sandwiches. Mm. But roast roast beef was a a, a specialty, uh, you know, like that was, can't have roast beef every day, that's expensive. So it was, one. Of, and, but one of my other favorites, and much more common, was uh, bologna. You, b- bologna, not so common anymore. I feel like it's... No, common. yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> like, yeah, there's certain things, yeah, that will just, gonna, like... Yeah. I was going to say, my fiance, my wife, like, still loves bologna. Yeah. Not, like, doesn't get it regularly, but I'm or like... Or if you're Italiano, you could say mortadella. Like, it's, like, pretty It's the much, same thing? It's for the most part, you know. I didn't know. It's, you know. <laughs> you're Italian, man, not I, so... But bologna, like, bologna to me is, like, one step away from spam. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh... And I'm not necessarily dissing spam. (laughs) What, uh... Huh. So what was the most common sandwich you would get? Like, probably, like... Bologna? Bologna, yeah. Trying to think. You know what I used to like as a kid? Not that I don't like it now, but peanut butter and banana sandwiches. My mom used to make me like... Oh, yeah. Not fried. Yeah, I was... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I wasn't... uh, You know, didn't really grow up, like, eating, like, a lot of peanut butter and jelly. At least not for, not for like, lunch at school. Like, that was more... Peanut butter and jellies were more, like, a snack once I was home. But, yeah, lunches... I mean, I definitely got, like, Lunchables as a kid. That was something very 90s, having a Lunchable. But, uh... Well, she finally, then she tells... She told the kid that that's so great. That she, you know, that he won't get into heaven. That's a good way to make a kid cry. <laughs> I like the sad, weird koala. <laughs> koala population dangerously low right now. I don't know if you're following what's actually happening on Australia. A lot of fires. Yes, the bushfires, bushfires, as they call them. Um, yeah, and they 
And guys, FYI, you heard me definitely, but I just had my microphone off, so <laughs> that's why I was silent for a little bit, but oh. <laughs> get it through Kyle's bleed through. You can't yeah. edit these, and that's just a show. We're, we're live right now, essentially. Yeah. We're live. There's we're, we're drinking beers, and there's dogs, and... I didn't mean to mute my mic. I apologize. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Around this holiday season. Yes. And again, I'm sure people could hear me through your bleed through. Just yes, well. we are sitting a few feet apart. But just, if you didn't hear me, you know, our thoughts and prayers are out there for the koalas in Australia and their eucalyptus leaves. Yes. See, like, the detail here is absolutely amazing. Like, these little photos and stuff. <laughs> oh, that, what's his name? Oh, I missed it. I forgot about this kid. He's a walk. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's a Greek little kid, right? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I forgot it got gets like <laughs> little adult content here. <laughs> Prostitutes. <laughs> oh. It's making him so uncomfortable. Wives, have you done sexing? Damien. Damien the Greek. Damien Papadopoulos, something like that. Uh-oh. Hmm. Poor guy. Feline rectal thermometer. A lot of food in this, you're right. menorah we see for uh, Hanukkah. Yes, Hanukkah. When's Hanukkah this year? Is it around Christmas time? I actually don't know. (laughs) I actually have no idea. these like triangle glasses I feel like I mean 
because again, I think this is the seventies. It's very much more like mid eighties. Like it makes yeah. me think of like still cool, <laughs> like uh, Back to the Future, like the goons. <laughs> Uh. Uh. God. Oh, oh. It's so mean. This is not a feel good film. I'm sorry. It's not. This is a sad film. All because of her letter. That's sad. That's so sad. It's amazing to like to think of like, oh, I'm gonna make a film like this, and most of the people will be like, I'm gonna make a kids' film. But in actuality, it's you know, this is a very much an adult film. Yeah, I guess uh, a good reason it played, it opened up Sundance. Oh, that's so sad. All of his pets eating him. Yeah, because she she's wondering why he hasn't sent the letter, and the first one was an ink shortage. <laughs> oh. Aww. Again, the tears here. Love them. Not... <laughs> I want to be clear. I don't like that this little girl's crying. It's because it's just like, I don't know. I'm torn when I watch this film, right? Like, I'm sad, but I'm also admiring the artistic nature of it. Yeah. This is definitely a movie that, um, well, I'm glad you guys are listening along. I, I would love to have it up, la- you know, louder so I could really take in all all the dialogue. Yeah. All the nuances of the character's voice. Hey, Kyle, we didn't choose Even the narrator. No, we didn't choose it. You guys did, so... uh... (laughs) If you have any complaints... Well, except me muting the mic. That's not your fault. The rest is your fault. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. The neighbor watched all the pets. Oh, even his yarmulke. Oh. With the palm palm on it. (laughs) I mean, it was a weird question she asked. She's a kid. It's not her fault, but... What, about all the sex and everything? Yeah. I mean, he brought it up. Fair. I'm not saying she was asking for it or anything like that. That's no, just... no, no. And unfortunately, we cannot edit. <laughs> That's not even a joke. I'm just, I'm just saying... No, I know you were not saying that. I never even thought you were saying that. She's saving up. She's saving up. Yeah. Was he gonna? Cut? I hate even fake. No. Uh, uh. Not oh, turn on for you. Uh, cutting him it's, it's, ugh, I don't even like hearing like someone say that. Ugh. It's one of my least favorite. Now you've never you've never lived with a significant other. I'm not saying that's a big deal because oh. most people haven't. I don't think until you know. Is this something you fear? Toenail cutting of someone I, there you care about? There are rules. What do you mean rules? You do she it. She can't only cut her hair. The, can't cut her toenails. Only like in the bathroom. Sound here, like the sounds and stuff like that. The, it's the sound that bothers oh, you. Such yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what a morbid film. <laughs> yeah, the sound plays a big part. 
I forgot all. I of forgot this. this too that he's charged for manslaughter, and and he he gets acquitted because he's mentally deficient. Yeah. You have to say these are very complex characters. Oh, this is one of his most like complex characters that he's ever played. So what is it? Eight, four years have gone by. This is forty-eight now. I think at one point he was forty-four. Oh yeah, he was forty-four. Yeah. Jeez. I thought it said just a couple, or was did, did he say he was forty-four when he was like doing a certain job? No, I mean, I don't know. How the movie started when he was four? Okay. He won? I've forgotten everything about Why? this movie. Whoa, yeah. This is completely, like, blowing my mind right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, like, the detail of this artist, like... All the Jesus yeah. thinking about all the chocolate. Cooking chocolate. That's his fave. <laughs> That's what he did with the money. He lived in the same apartment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was... She took care of his animals. Yeah, that's only fair. I mean, so she's buying a $1,000 TV and eating caviar. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. You big caviar guy? Um, you know, I mean, if it's if it's at a party, I'll eat it, but I'm have not... Have you ever purchased caviar yourself? I have not. Once in Iceland. Mm. I wasn't thinking that, yeah. Like abroad, like in a meal. I'm yeah. sure I have. <laughs> Jetpack? <laughs> okay, so now, yeah, now it's 1979, yeah. That makes sense. Well, I'm happy she got to live a good life. Or enjoy it right at the end. T.S. Eliot Cat Shelter. Of course. What? Can you make the connection yourself? Catcher in the... No. <laughs> no, that's not T.S. Eliot, Eliot right? wrote the original poems that inspired, like, the play Cats and stuff. Oh. Didn't like, know that. Yeah, like, Mr. Mistopheles is a T.S. Eliot poem. Like, didn't, never knew that. He wrote a whole poem on cats. He didn't write the musical, though, you know. Who wrote Catcher in the Rye? And I know that's just like... Salinger. Salinger, yeah. T.S. Salinger. Yeah. I guess T.S. L.A.J.D. Salinger. This is what you guys, you know... You're getting like a real experience here. Sometimes I forget we're recording. And I think we're just watching a movie. <laughs> I was about to say something that I really can't say on air. It's not offensive or anything. It's just like about people. Personal that, nature. Yeah, yeah. That no one cares about here, you know. <laughs> and I was like, well, let me just stop. <laughs> Mr. Ravioli got up and never came back. Oh, that was like his imaginary friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Doesn't he start working out? Like, a little bit? I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't really remember much. I can't wait till we do films like Leap of Faith. Oh, God. <laughs> Leap of Faith wasn't that bad. It just didn't have him a lot. It's very it was very much just, a film was... of the time. Yeah, it was very, I don't know, it was just, it was very disappointing because Steve Martin, like, Meatloaf is in it, but not really in it at all. <laughs> I was brought up on something I was listening to recently, like a podcast, I think they mentioned, like, Leap of Faith. Really? Yeah. Just, like, very quick, oh. What did we say is religious? I think because of, because I was listening to WTF with John Goodman, and then they were talking about his... Show on HBO. Oh, Righteous Gemstones. And Did you yeah. see it? It's awesome. I haven't seen it yet. I'm like saving it for like the holidays. Not because for like the subject matter. I've just been very busy. Yeah. But no, I definitely want to see I, everyone who I know have seen it. I awesome. love everyone involved in that show. It's just, I mean, b- the three big ones being John Goodman, Danny McBride, and Walton Goggins. I, just, But what, you even like the other guy too. Oh, the, from, uh, from, oh, what's that like trio? Comedy Central show, uh, Workaholics. Workaholics. Don't you Adam, like Adam Devine. Yeah, yeah, I like him, but I mean, I'm sorry, he's not to me on the same level as fair, fair. Those other three. I mean, John Goodman just being the end. Who's of the, the woman old. in that? I'm blanking on her name. She's she's hilarious on the show. I don't mean to say really... the woman. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm well, the, yeah. Remember, there's you know there's I mean. there's three siblings, and then John Goodman plays the dad. Walton Goggins plays the uncle. <laughs> He's called, oh god, what's his name? Be, oh, I need to look it up. These like flashbacks of the kibbutz are so dark. Yeah, the righteous gemstones. Her name. No! The letter got destroyed in the toaster. Oh, no. I don't know if it was a letter from Yeah, I like so. See, that's the, whole, that's the whole thing. Like, they, I mean, they go and show you right now. I mean, it's not that we don't know, but, like, he is smart. So it's point B. It's yeah, just, he, he's it's on just, the spectrum. He's not Exactly. Like, they're just, it's a, a time where there was. was they don't really these, understand. I mean, people over-diagnose now, but. That's like in that's a time. Our next podcast, right? Me, me telling people, yeah, <laughs> people in the medical field, you're overdiagnosing. You're over. Kyle's mental health. You're tests. over. Yeah, you're over prescribing. <laughs> you're not sick. Relax. Um, Ed Patterson is the. Um, she was also on Vice Principals. Oh, okay. And okay. Dan McBride specifically wrote wrote that role for her on Righteous Gemstones because he, he wrote Righteous Gemstones. Dan McBride. Yeah. It's like, gotcha. that's like his baby. It's still like Jody Hill is producing and stuff like that, but. Oh, so it's more, it's more Danny McBride. Yeah. Who, so who was it on Vice Principals? Like, who was like the showrunner and stuff? Um, that was the showrunner? I mean, it was still like, I mean, Jody Hill was like a writer and director. Okay, so it's still pr- pretty much him. So this yeah, you're saying, and you're Danny McBride. Stones was more Danny McBride. I mean, Danny McBride. Yeah, like... Naked Africa. You know, it's always Jody Hill, like, David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Like, it's like the three of them mm-hmm. always very... And, like, back in the day, Will Ferrell was producing, you know, yeah. w- really helped them, like... Bring... Snert. Yeah. 
Smushables. Well, yeah, Walton Hawkins. Where's his? Oh, ba- he put his his character's name is uh, Baby Billy Freeman. That's like his like. He's <laughs> he's the brother of uh, John Goodman's deceased wife's. Oh, uh, I see. Like, and he's yeah plays a a character with like stark white hair. His name Baby Billy. Oh, rub onions under armpits. <laughs> I know we've been talking a lot, a lot, and a lot like non necessarily. Max and Mary, is this the first thing? Because he was riding the other thing. This is the first thing that's going back to I her, believe right? So. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen it all, so that's yeah, why it's like exactly, yeah. I was still a kid, but I think she was be older, you know. Yeah, it's this score that whenever it plays, it gives me hope. It brings I know. me life. I want to know the like the story. The, was the did the director also write this? Yes, writer director. I want to know what he experienced. Mm. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Ah, oh, tears are spell wrong. Those poor illiterate Australians. Stop. <laughs> I love Australians. I love them too. That's true, you do. I do. I have a. They're the culture, like them and the Irish, they're non prisoned brothers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get along with the most. I, uh, you know, uh, back on my show, High School Slumber Party, we have a good Australian uh, following. Yeah. Happy about had, that. Had a handful of. Australian guests, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Two, I mean, two, two, two that I know. Okay. Two. Okay. <laughs> but Shawnee, most often. Shout out Shawnee, though I'm sure you're not listening. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah. I love Australia. And if I haven't mentioned yet, of course, you're listening on one of the many places you can listen to us, which is Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Yeah, super important to us. And if you haven't already, give us a little, uh, give us a little five star rating. A R- comment. Comments are nice. Yes, write us a review. Yeah. And on social media, as you're saying, Kyle, we love hearing from the Hoff fans out there. It's not about us. It's about the great performance that Philip Seymour Hoffman puts on every single film, yeah, including I mean, this one. Yeah, you guys voted for this, so we want to hear. Why you? Uh, oh God! What's up with all? Ah, the... sorry. What that no, visceral of a reaction? <laughs> the animals keep dying, and it's bothering me. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's not Phil Schumerhoffen's fault. He uh, does a great job. I think we both can agree at that. Yes, in this film. <laughs> My cadence right now is very Obama-like. I don't know why. Uh yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my Obama. Very much. Do you like Obama. the crack we keep seeing on? Yeah, crack. Uh, Max's butt. No, crack is whack. I remember my roommate. Like, I bent over to fix something. My roommate in college is a Brian. Crack kills. 
Oh, Safe, Safe Ferris. Ferris. Yeah. Yeah, there you High go. High Slumber Party. So my other podcast. Yeah. On the Cape Slope Podcast Network. Who High School Slumber Party. Who would have thought? I mean, obviously, much more... Uh, yes, much more food. Food references. We got a high school, got a high school yeah. reference. There you go. You like butts, Kyle? I am. I'm uh, I'm, a, I'm an ass man. Mm. Well, to quote Danny McBride, <laughs> also... <laughs> no, I'm not going to... I can't go... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> listen, to, listen to... Listen to... Like, the last episode, I think, of season two of Eastbound and Down. <laughs> well, it's teased earlier in the season. It's like a two-parter. It is. Regardless. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, of course, we're proud members. Oh, now she's... Is she... She's more grown, right? Yeah. Is she... Is she oh, ACDC. There we go. Oh, They're Australian ACDC. There's... Uh, oh, what was his name? I forgot. Something Greek. It, but it was... The first name wasn't terribly Greek. Damien. Damien, yeah. Oh, but I was going to say that we're proud members of the Cage Club podcast network. That's cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Normally I put this in earlier in the episode, but I forgot. And you guys, if you're bored and you want to shut it off, don't. Stick around, because we're going to tell you what we're going to be, well, you guys and us, are going to be voting for for the next month. Next month, next year's whoa episode. Yeah, this PSI is th- this episode Hoffman. you're listening to right now is completing the first year of PSI Still Love Hoffman. So That's right. We started thank, January first. Thank you guys for this is uh, our anniversary. We didn't even well. I guess we'll celebrate our birthday next month. Yeah. And you and you tend to have a beer. I, I tend to join in every episode. So that's our. We've just been celebrating every episode. We are we celebrating the career and the life of Philip Hoffman? We have to. Oh boy, is that was that her dad? Who was that? I think maybe we should celebrate our anniversary episode on our mid month, which comes out every fifteenth month. That makes sense. Before or after? Oh. Uh. But the Greek kid came by. With all the food, I'm surprised we haven't seen him, like, working at a diner. I don't know if that's, like, a thing in Australia as well. <laughs> I always, always wanted a metal detector growing up. That Me was, too. That, right? Always that, like, idea of finding... Were we going to find treasure? Like, Yeah, yeah something. <laughs> ah, she's uh, studying at uni. University. Boy, Boy George. George. This is Tony Collette now, right? Yeah. So when did Eric... Does Eric Bannon do him? Do his voice? Yeah. Okay. We've heard Tony Collette before this, though. Oh, she did the voice of the child? Yeah. Well? Oh, it's just that, you know, they change it a little. Yeah. This part. Oh, she, did she get, get the, the mole removed? Yeah. <laughs> and look how she's so different. Yeah, and very eighties. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, poor thing. 
this just showed that he wasn't all about that lifestyle, you know. He wasn't all about uh, <laughs> just because she got the the mole or whatever it is, the birthmark. Birthmark, yeah. Oh, now her hair's back to the normal length. Yeah. Ooh, chocolate cigarettes. <laughs> At one point, maybe it's still going to happen. I just remember him, like, kind of exercising. That was going to happen earlier, but maybe... Love yourself first. Very important. You can't truly love someone else unless you love yourself. As you've taught the world, Kyle. Yeah. I've written written many songs about it. (laughs) Sherry. Nice. You're drinking a little sherry. Oh, she's been drinking sherry this whole time. Oh. Oh. I knew that because it's cooking sherry. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I noted that early on. Because she drinks cooking uh, cooking drinks. And he likes cooking chocolate. Yes. For a second I thought she got classy. Oh, uh, she drinks the... Uh... I forgot all this like morbid stuff. That's why I'm so... Like, I don't know if I finished my thought before. Like, I want to know what this writer-director went through as a child. <laughs> like, what, what kind of... It reminds of... me of another HBO show, Silicon Valley, when uh, the guy, like, the investor who we love... Oh, yeah. He's he, he's back in this last season. Is he? Yeah. Oh. So he shows up at the house, and he looks at uh, Guilfoyle, and he's like, man, what kind of fucked up childhood do you have? <laughs> <laughs> but I never... You never know. You know, you never know. This person could have had a messed up childhood, or it could have been like... like what? Oh, he's Mary... What is this? A kill- oh, Killed by Sherry. <laughs> now, Wes Anderson loves to do, like, stories of, like, fathers who weren't there for them. And he famously said, he's like, I have a loving and devoted father. My yeah. family life was great. I'm just yeah. interested in this. So you never know. Yes. I mean, yeah, exactly. Then your imagination maybe can wander, like, as, like, what would it be like if I didn't have... It's like people who study dolphins, right? They were never dolphins in their past, you know? <laughs> like, they just... Enjoy Maybe. it. Well, we don't know that. True, fair. They could have been anamorphs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, he's not Earl Grey. No, but she 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 settled. Opa. Well, this is such a foodie movie. That a pig? It should be a lamb, if anything. That's you, you don't know what Australian Australian Greeks. Australian Greeks. It's true. How dare I speak? He made it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mykonos. <laughs> oh, no. Now wait, she knows it's agoraphobia. Like... Oh, okay. That person doesn't die. I thought for some reason. (laughs) 
sounds terrible. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. That's yes, here yes. we go. Now I remember they do identify it. So he's not, you know, he's he's on the spectrum, but it's not nothing. You know, not saying Asperger's syndrome, nothing is obviously serious, but but uh, it's amazing that she's able to identify it. And then doesn't he get mad? Yeah, I mean, I would get mad too. Imagine you were talking to someone in confidence and then they wrote a book about you and made, like, so much money. I, I would hope she'd let him know. Hey, do you mind if I write a book about you? I wonder what kind of book someone would write about me. <laughs> do you want to know? Lessons in internet dating. <laughs> Would you be upset if you'd gotten an award for, like, like most functional, like... Sociopath? Like something you didn't... Yeah, sociopath. <laughs> or something you didn't even realize like, you had. Yeah, like online dating sociopath. Yeah, like, like that's probably how he feels. Like, oh my god. Like, I didn't think I had anything. Don't. It took so long to make that. You should go anyway. Yeah, exactly. Go and explain yourself. Yeah. I mean, she... He should have gotten his permission, or not even put his photo on the front, you know? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Make it anonymous. Yeah, the the photo on the front, that's, that's, that's... And she better be, like, giving him a cut, you know? Now she's working at the pulp mill? No, she's... That's the place where she knew where she could just try Oh. But I hope that doesn't go into the pulp. Oh, she's destroying all the books as well. No! What a sad movie. Huh? I mean, wouldn't the local academic pulps? Oh. Annie's Liquor Barn. Boxed wine, your favorite. Little uh, Tour de Francia. <laughs> have you taken the Tour de Francia? I have. Well, not in many, many years, but in, ha- haven't in at least ten years. 
Well, at least you can't get uh, the sherry, the box sherry confused with the... True. True. This movie keeps taking turns for the depression, you know? Yeah. Is Damien trying to talk to her? Oh... Two-minute noodles. <laughs> Mike Mansey's a fan of uh, things like that. Yeah, of his ramen. Another uh, host in the Cage Club Podcast Network. Australia Post. What did she send him? I don't remember. Again, I feel like we're watching this for the first time almost. Well, I think she wrote, I'm sorry, on. Gotcha. And now he's even bigger, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Why did she? Why did they have to lower him through the window before? Like he's even bigger now. I'm walking down the stairs. Why did they lower him out the window? I don't know. It's a good call. This is so sad. I know she's depressed, but like Damien's a nice guy. Why are you? Why are you? I don't know. Is it implying he's gay? Damien? Yeah. I feel like they keep implying that. Oh, by her being, like, overly... Yeah, and like, oh, he sewed it up, too. Like, gay stereotypes. I'm not saying I'm a fan of it. And he, what, what did he do? What did they say he did? Like, he made her dress or something. Like, oh. like stuff like that. It's, like, kind of like... No, that's just Greek. That's a Greek okay. tradition. Now she's turned on the cooking sherry. It's what John Stamos did. And then he has a pen pal in New Zealand, you know? I don't know if they're implying that is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah. M. They're both M. Yeah. Oh, so like a instrumental version of That's Life. Ah. Uh. Oh, wait. <laughs> Did we... Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. I forgot about this too. I've forgotten pretty much everything about this movie. Also, New Zealand stereotypes here. Yeah. Miss Glyden. Oh, Eric Bana. Ang Lee's Hulk. Mm. Oh, so Aww. sad. Little dick move. Yeah, to like note wise, like especially in her state. Yeah, oh, there's an. Did you hear that instrumental version of "That's Life" playing mm-hmm. beneath it? Now used in the in the Joker part of the Joker soundtrack. 
Audrey Hepburn here. Yeah. Another foodie reference. Breakfast. True. <laughs> Big foodie film, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. It's all about the food. It is. <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll tell it to you afterwards, but this is just, it's reminding me of conversations. Sorry, people. This is, <laughs> this is, this is not something what? I should be saying right now. It's just reminding me of things I pro- we probably talked about the last time and just <laughs> things that. This character of Max remind us of. <laughs> Forgive her. He's very Shrek ears. Yes. This is a, a post Shrek world. It's this funny, is... right? Because like this, I'm not saying this person should do it. I don't know what they've done with their career, but the director here, like, could probably easily get a job at like Pixar or something like that. You know, it's a different, but like. The, I respect that they want to be their own filmmaker. Yes. I mean, this is even... Boy, people talk about, like, the, the adult themes of Pixar movies. This is taking... These <laughs> <laughs> are like slow shots. Don't hurt her, please. This movie, God, it's a dark one. What have you become, Max? What have you become? Oh, and by her, yeah. He's sorry. Everyone's sorry. He's gotten so big. Always wearing his (laughs) tracksuit. Chrysler building prominently featured in this film for some reason. Oh, I guess it's like he has a view of it. Wow. Hello to you too. Yes, even one of my dogs is reacting to this. It's an emotional movie. It is. It is. But we're getting to the good parts, I think. (laughs) I can't remember. change or a kidney. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. What? A chocolate hot dog. Something to eat? Yeah. Still fears him, but whatever. Now, inaccurate, that's the modern Postal Service logo. At the time, it was a different logo. Oh. So, one of the many inaccurate things. I'm kidding. <laughs> And this is why he never made another feature-like film. <laughs> Unless, what year is this supposed to be? I think they changed it in, like, 94. It's definitely not 1994, though, right? Mm, I don't think so. I think late 80s. Uh, I think just late 80s. Aww. How sad. 
Oh, yeah, and then he... Right? Does he leave the house to... Mm-hmm. No! The Noblets! No, no. Oh my god. How dark is this film? People, I'm sorry. This is just like... You and I are both like, oh my god. I think we forgot how dark this movie is. Yeah. I remember it not being like for kids, but this is like... What a way to open Sundance that year. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Wait, I don't remember. I don't remember this either. Did we see this movie? I need to... You know what I'm doing like right after this? I'm listening to our episode on it. To hear my reactions about this movie. And of course you can check that in our archive at cageclub.me, cageclub.me, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kesarasara, Jesus. RSVP, VP, it's another French thing. (laughs) Wait, is she showing she's pregnant? I was looking down at my phone, what was the... They showed, like, an x-ray of her, and there was, like, a little embryo in her. Oh, God. Of course. Let's just add to it. Let's just add to it. I remember this movie having a happy ending, though, so that better come soon. Okay, so this was episode 47 in our, you know... Pretty late in the run. This is 2009, so we're in, we are in act three, you know, because with the films, obviously, as you remember, but if you're first-time listeners or... You don't remember. We we broke up our main man's career into like three acts, and act three began post-Oscar win of Capote, which mm-hmm. was like 2005 Oscars, I think. So from 2005 on was act three, and I think like Mission Impossible was like one of the first ones of that, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Mission Impossible, then The Savages, then Before the Devil Knows You Dead. Ooh, the last film was Sam- Sidney Lumet. That's a great one. We should have that um, sooner than later. But yeah. Episode 47, Mary, Mary and Max. So, ah, so, so, don't play it now. We're, we're, still, we're recording an episode. I know. So professional. I mean to, I want to look, cl- look, the guy without legs came to give her the package. And the, the hopeful theme is starting to play. Every noblet. I mean, obviously she lost money from destroying it, but I wonder, like, I mean, if that book was going to do well, can they just, like... Number one, also, not her... I mean, unless she owns the publishing rights, right? I don't know the whole schematics of it, but, like... Yeah, no, I mean, it's a little far-fetched, but again, we're, <laughs> watch, we're watching, like, a stop-motion animation film. Like, yes, <laughs> good point. <sighs> Sorry, I was just... I need to start playing our <laughs> previous episode. I just wanted to read what uh, 
the description. Oh, detail. I should have details. When would, when did that episode come out? January 9th, 2018. So almost almost, almost two, two years, years ago. Yeah. Oh. And that's uh, what claymation balls and penis look like. <laughs> Good to know. My what's and all. I guess this is the positiveness. I like our little write-up. Join the guys as they discuss the only animated feature that our main man, Philip Seymour Hoffman, ever worked on. Between the claymation, cinematography, odd characters, and deep themes, Mary and Max is not your average animated film. I agree with that still. <laughs> Do you think uh, you wrote that or I wrote that? You. I think you m- wrote most of our... Gotcha. <laughs> Right, because I did the pictures and you did the write-ups. Yeah, I think at the time. Yeah, now you're the, you're just you're great with those, the image that goes along with the episode. (laughs) Boy, the food just keeps. (laughs) Oh, look at that weird, happy smile. (laughs) One year later. Well, time really passes in this film. Uh, And it gets sad again. Oh, yeah, it does. But I think there's a moment of happiness, right? Oh, we'll see, we'll see. She did have that baby. She had. I hope the baby. She had Nick Tatopoulos's baby. I hope the baby doesn't have like she problems the, due to the alcohol. Ooh, yeah, alcohol. I forgot about that. Yeah, she has the birthmark, or he, until the gender. Not that it matters. It. They. They. Talked about Mary and Max for an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> this movie's around an hour and a half long, I believe. Feels like forever. Sorry, people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm, kidding. Well, I'm enjoying all the, like the depression and the sadness. Um, no, this is this is we're nearing we're nearing Christmas. We just celebrated yeah. This is a Hanukkah movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not trying to make any statement about Hanukkah. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. <laughs> Hello? Ugh. Is it, wait. I thought they uh, met, and I forgot now yeah, that, nah. that they never got to actually meet. What a sad movie! God damn it! The parrot's still alive. That's good. Parrots live a long time. Why'd you wait a year after that letter? 
Well, pregnant, traveling. Oh, true, true. So Max is probably probably still like only like in his like late fifties, I think. Uh but clearly of poor health. Yes. I would have at least sent him a letter that I was coming, you know? Well, I think so. I think they did. Because she was like, we're here. Like, I think it was... Oh, you think it's implied? I think it's implied, so yeah. So he knew that they, like, didn't... He yeah, didn't leave just, this like, earth when they were on bad terms. What? No, they were on good terms. Because he... They, yeah. They yeah but, did, like, did he know that she acknowledged his apology? I think I so, yeah. I think it's just, like... Been a year. Ah, oh, this is the... Nice part. It's nice, but you're still there with a dead body. It's true. And if you're still rubbing onions on his armpits, a probably very smelly dead body. Besides, dead bodies not being pleasant to be in with. Would you take the bird? No. Not a bird guy? Not a bird, no. For, as pets, no. If I bought you, like, a macaw, you would let it loose? I would, I would, I would be like, I'm sorry, Brian, this is something I don't want to commit to, so if <laughs> you don't want to take care of it, wait, God give us relatives, thank God we can choose our friends. Ethel Mumford of Mumford and Sons. No. It's oh. <laughs> like, I don't know enough about Mumford and Sons. No, that's true. First of all, and Sons. There we go. Oh, our main man. So, Kyle. Oh, I was like, the fish? We did it. We watched Mary and Max, our Hanukkah special. And <laughs> we'll see you guys one more time before the end of the year as we have our mid month little episode and, and you know, chat. On, that'll be on December 15th. But the main reason for that chat, of course, is to reel the vote for what we're going to do January 1st. And, Kyle, what are the two movies that we're going to have the Hoff fans vote for? Ooh, since we're, uh, you know, the holidays are uh, over, but, you know, winter is, you know, we're, we're in the, what are we, in the deep of it? I don't know. It's probably cold out, where we're from at least. <laughs> anyway. Uh, not in Australia. Not in Australia. Uh, we, we're going we're gonna to give you the options of... The Savages or Cold Mountain? The Savages, Cold Mountain, both great films. I think The Savages has a lot more of Hoffman, but I still love his performance in Cold Mountain. For me, I'm looking forward to these so much. Again, Civil War buff, I know it's not like a true Civil War story, but Cold Mountain. So it was a movie I've enjoyed, and The Savages was a big surprise for me this time, Um, and I can't wait to watch either. I love I love The Savages. Cold Mountain is, is good, and I would not be uh, disappointed watching that, but The Savages, guys, I mean... That, that's the dog you have in this fight? That's the one you're yeah, looking for? Yeah, but my dogs don't usually... Nah, well, I don't know. I'm probably, I, 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 I'd have to go back and look at it. I'm probably like 50-50. I right think now. you're probably 50-50 at this point. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and hopefully watching uh, Max... I'm sorry, Mary and Max with us. I always say Max and Mary, because I think of the Hoffman first. That's why... Um, 
So anything else you want to say? I think you talked a little about foodie films. I talked a talked little a bit. a lot, yeah. Yeah, I talked a little bit about High School Slumber Party. Again, you can find both our other shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me or wherever you get your podcast, as well as this show. But more importantly, go on our social media. Vote for whether you'd want Cold Mountain or whether you'd want The Savages. The Savages. Yeah for the voting for January 1st. And we'll decide that in like a, a week or two. We'll, we'll, we'll not decide. You guys will decide, but we'll announce it on our December 15th episode. Some strong female characters in both those films. You've got Laura Linney and the Savages, and then you've got... Uh, Whatever, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for both. Yeah. So, guys, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, again, happy Hanukkah. Uh, We'll talk to you before Christmas and the New Year. And Kyle, happy Christmas! Yes, happy Christmas. Anything else you want to say to our Hoff fans? Just remember to stay on cool, guys.